More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, and we tell stories about everything here on this show. And that includes your story. Send them to OurAmericanStories.com. They're some of our favorites. Jeremy Saucier is the Assistant Vice President for Interpretation and Electronic Games. And he's also the editor of the American Journal of Play at the Strong Museum of Play in Rochester, New York. Today, he gives us the exciting history of an American icon, an American original, the pinball machine. I would say pinball is an American icon. It traces its roots back to a French parlor table game called Bagatelle. Sometimes it would be in a form that looks similar to a a pool table. The player would get to hit a ball, often with something that resembled a cue stick that we would use today in pool. Initially, the idea was to avoid pins, there'd be these little wooden pins and a lot lot of different versions of the game. And eventually that evolved into where you actually had fixed pins and scoring holes. The kind of link that, you know, if you were to say missing link between Bagatelle and pinball happens in the late 19th century with an English immigrant to America, Montague Redgrave. He 
patents in 1871, what he called improvements in Bagatelle. And that introduced the spring-loaded ball shooter, what today we would refer to as the plunger. The idea of also adding sound effects or sound to the game by putting bells on the play field. The first pinball machines made this type of game into a coin-operated machine. It took that playfield and it essentially monetized it, right? It placed it in a, a wooden case. It put a piece of glass over the playfield to separate the player from the game. As you think of ramps and flippers and all those things, that's starting in the 40s and 50s. The first game that introduces the, the idea of really like, let's have flippers to actually control and to bat the balls around is 1947. This game, Humpty Dumpty, had six flippers and they were on each side of the play field. This changes pinball, right? It makes it much more interactive. And that becomes particularly important to the kind of public debates that are gonna happen about pinball the best example of this in the, the early 1940s is in New York City. Mayor LaGuardia bans pinball, actually does prohibition style raids to kind of root out pinball. They had been associated and in some case used in gambling, in essentially money laundering. I mean, you have these bands in Los Angeles, you have them in Ohio, I mean, they're all over the country. There's all these associations and all these anxieties around what are children doing with their time. The stories about kids stealing you know, lunch money or stealing money from their parents to go to play pinball and it being a gateway to organized crime. There's a pinball moral panic. But you start to see that kind of break up in the 1970s. There's an important event that happens with the New York City Council in 1976 with a, a major pinball player at the time, Roger Sharp. In 76, Sharp and a number of, of folks who are really in support of overturning that ban go before the New York City Council. And in this sort of dramatic, you know, Babe Ruth calling his shot moment, he plays a pinball game in a way that shows the counselors that Pinball is actually a game of skill. He can tell them, hey, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to show you this is how you can play pinball and affect what's happening on the play field. It was overturned with a vote of about 30 to 6, 30 to 5, 30 to 6. It's probably also worth mentioning that in the 1970s, pinball was extremely popular. New York City also saw the fact that, hey, this is gonna be a revenue generator, right? Because we can license and register all these machines and make money off of them. But what's also happening is the introduction of video games. Video games were making a tremendous amount of money, particularly in the late 70s and early 80s when there was an arcade craze. And so there was a tremendous amount of effort being made by the burgeoning video game industry to kind of inject respectability into the coin-op industry as a whole. And so they helped 
to legitimize pinball, but they're also seeing that pinball is in some ways pushed out of the arcade. A lot of what it becomes, I think, has to do with the influence of video games. You see video game themed pinball games going into arcades. There's a Defender pinball machine. There's a Space Invaders pinball machine. What you also see is them trying to incorporate the form and some of the conventions of video games into pinball games. There's a game called Hyperball. It took sort of mini pinballs. You had a trigger and you're just firing balls at these targets on the play field. It was difficult to understand. You were spelling out words. You were also trying to stop these bolts of lightning from coming down and, and hitting your base. And it just didn't work. You had that level of influence where it was really directly affecting the games. And then the other piece, I think, is that you now have these development teams that are led by designers, but you've got engineers, animators. It's a completely multi-sensory experience. It's really bringing people into these immersive spaces in this really beautiful marriage of technology, of art, of storytelling and play that really comes together and I think kind of immerses you in what today is pinball. And a great job by Chrissy, our intrepid intern, and a special thanks to Jeremy Saucier, who's the Assistant Vice President for Interpretation and Electronic Games and editor of the American Journal of Play at the Strong Museum of Play in Rochester, New York. Again, the story of the pinball here on Our American Story. Folks, if you love the stories we tell about this great country, and especially the stories of America's rich past, know that all of our stories about American history, from war to innovation, culture, and faith, are brought to us by the great folks at Hillsdale College, a place where students study all the things that are beautiful in life and all the things that are good in life. And if you can't get to Hillsdale, Hillsdale will come to you with their free and terrific online courses. Go to hillsdale.edu to learn more. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.